Welcome to the Black Cinematic Universe. Three, Sit back and two, enjoy. One, zero. Welcome back to the Black Cinematic Universe. You have officially landed on another planet. I am your host, JROC. Black Bully Goat is in the building. Loth is in the building. James is in the building. What the hell is a Black Bully Goat? I'm representing Pat Mahomes, baby. Oh, <laughs> the, the true and future Black Bully Goat. <laughs> I thought he spelled Billy Goat wrong. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <Rob> moment, right? <laughs> Dang, what's been happening, man? You've been MIA for a couple weeks, man. What's been going on, man? You and Rob had something serious going on? What I mean? Tell us. Oh, no, nah, I happened. would never step on your toes over there, bro. That's all yeah. you. I, you sure he have you locked, he have you locked in the basement with the I little would, leather strap? I, I would never do that to with you, the, brother. With the apple <laughs> in your mouth and my, all that? My wife keep me safe at home <laughs> with that. I don't need no, I don't want none of that smoke. I don't want no problems with him you or sure? you. With the, little, with the little chains, with the little you, people coming Obviously, you know from experience. You speaking? You speaking about all this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, man, it's good to see you back, man. We got to get your uh, take on some stuff that you missed uh, a couple couple sessions when you were, when you were out. Um, but James, you looking around, man? I know there was a fight on last night, man. Were you at the fight, man? You you back? You acting real strange today, man. I'm concerned, man. What's going on, man? No, man I'm, you showing I'm up late to, pre- to the prep? What's what's happening? Ho man? ho 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 ho! <laughs> Y'all said it at two. I was on time for the time, man. Y'all be trying to move stuff around. Jonathan moving days based on his schedule. Like, hey, I'm free five minutes before. Y'all, can we do it today? (laughs) Nah, I'm good. Yeah, I watched the fight. Real good uh, card last night. So Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if y'all checked it out. Bit of an upset, kind of. It was a competitive bout um, going in as far as the odds makers go. But uh, Ila Taporia. Knocked out uh, um, Volkanovski to, to take the lightweight uh, championship from him. So it's a big deal. Uh, Action pack. I, I enjoyed the whole card top to bottom. So pause. Hey, dang. You know what's so funny? He His 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 dic- dictation is so great with, with fighters. Strange fighters. Right. <laughs> right. We get in here on the rush and start talking about actors. and That's because how and often do you talk show, about right. the actors in the movie? Like, you just got to read it. Like, during the fight, they're saying the name the whole time, just be, like sports. He'd be like Ilya Kova for the fighters. And he'd be like, is it Anthony Mickey? Yeah, there, there is, is, there is a name. I'm a butcher, McCain? man. What's the, what, what's the thing's name? Ebon Moss? Bakic. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna mess that one up too. So that's a preview. <laughs> oh man, uh, Love, what's happening, man? What's going on in the NBA, man? Did you enjoy the uh, the three point contest last night? And should Steph Curry have shot against Dame Lillard, or should he have participated <laughs> well, in what they gave us? And are you canceling uh, Kenny Kenny Smith? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I I get torn sometimes with this whole notion that like. You know, if you keep doing something and you the best, mm. it's only but a certain I mean, it's only a matter of time before somebody upsets you. And then the, then it might bring question to whether you, you know, just the best or the greatest. So I think he should stay out of the three point contest. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any question on whether he's the greatest, but you never want nobody to like beat you. I'm he sure still could have got upset last night. Yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of close. Yeah. Because um and let's let's keep it funky. She scored the same thing Dame Lillard scored to win his contest. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. let's not front that Caitlin Clark coming into the league next year. So. Come in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But I thought that was kind of cool, man. At first, I was a little skeptical. Like it just felt like so gimmicky. And, gimmick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but I I like the idea that they would raise the profile of the WNBA, make them a part of All Star Weekend. 
ever since right. they've been doing that, I think it's been a cool gesture. So last night, but one of the more whole prof- high profile events, like give them a stage, and then Shorty Sabrina really came through with it. And, and they've been raising numbers. her profile for about four years now because yeah. she was under that Kobe umbrella right before he passed. Oh right, too. right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was cool, man. Then, then you get to the trash dunk contest, man. They they need to stop that. Game, <laughs> yeah, man. they need to, or they yeah. need to figure out a way for AI to do the scoring or something, man. Get rid of these judges. <laughs> they were terrible last terrible, night. Terrible, man. But they, they always they, bad. Like they always right. got, or they just got random dudes that was known for layups. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, and then the judges putting them into the finals. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. I I um I'm, I'm also not a big fan of the G League guys in there. Like I love McClung because he gets busy, but I just feel like man, it's supposed to be the NBA's best of the yeah. best. You're supposed to have star right. power. I agree, yeah, man. So, I think they um was it 2016 Zach Levine mm-hmm. and yeah who, who did Aaron, he Gordon. Aaron, Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon. I think that sort of messed it up because it created a spark that oh it's it back yeah. And, and Wait, it was just good that, that one year. year. Well, yeah. their, their, their rematch was decent, but it wasn't even as good as the first one. Yeah, so. but that's I, I arguably. I mean, some people argue that's the best that's one the best ever. One, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely the best modern day joint because Vince Carter was wasn't really competing. He was just doing it by himself. Yeah, that's was that's the thing about Vince. Vince was the one yeah. that, that get, entertained us so much, but it was right. like it wasn't really nobody competing against yeah. him. T Mac was cool, but <laughs> next to Vince Carter, and you right. was helping Vince on his dunks. Yeah, so. right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, any any um, predictions for? I mean, I don't know whether we should really make them or not because it ain't like it's competitive anymore. That's the one thing I got a problem with sports in general now, but. Or at least with basketball, anything related to basketball, it seems like the competition has gone down. People don't want to play 82 games. Uh, guys want to come out of high school early. Guys want to go to college and get paid for a season or not go to college at all. Yeah. So the college teams aren't as interesting anymore because you don't know anybody because nobody stays around long enough. Then they get to the NBA and with the exception, you know, they be trash. They don't be ready. They, the body's not fully developed. I think the whole product is suffering in general, but I'll get off my soapbox mm-hmm. to the point of, oh, well, go ahead. We can stay here if you want, Dane. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say it might be a change because we see in the, in the NFL the players are staying longer because they can now get paid in college. So right. the NBA might have a change eventually that players will decide to stay longer if they know, oh, I'm getting drafted in the second round. Let me just make this cool meal next year in college. Yeah, I got a couple counterpoints to that is we, we've, we've complained and sort of recognized and acknowledged how much these black athletes have been used. Yes, by absolutely. These. And absolutely. so now that people are more aware, mm-hmm. leveraging their power and their promotional sure. and all that, sure, yeah, we could complain and say it ain't what it used to be, but it's like, do we really want that? Like, don't we want these athletes to be empowered? Sure, I don't want people sitting out when they hurt, but at the same time, it's like the NBA is driven by players, and if they're not feeling good, and they get a couple games off and, you know, they're making these strategic decisions about making business decisions. That's kind of what we want. We want that kind of empowerment for these athletes. We want it to sway in their favor in some regard because they've been we we have been left out of having power for so long. Sure. So hey, my, my hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before before you challenge him. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Do you go want, ahead, you, want him, you want you want your music to be played? Is that what you No, mean? no, no. I, I wanted to I wanted James to put in the database that seven minutes into the show, John is currently the pettiest person on the show 
and Loth is currently the blackest person on the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here, I'm, here's I, my... I actually have the least amount of melanin on the show. <laughs> yeah, that's ironic, huh? Um, so here's my rebuttal to that. I think the challenge I have with anything is, so I'm a Gemini, right? So I love balance. And I think we're in a world now where everything is Y'all duality. Like balance? What you talking about? I'm it sorry, is. go ahead. It, everything, everything is about a duality. It's either one, is either one extreme or the far extreme, and I think the overcorrection lends itself to its own problems. And I get it. I do think people have been um, taken advantage of for a very long time, image and likeness, and so forth, and they should get their due, but not at the expense now of making the entire product insufferable and boring. Like I really don't enjoy college basketball anymore because I just don't reckon I don't have a team to hate. There's not a Duke University with players who've been around for three seasons and you recognize all of them and they, they are difficult to beat because these all these guys are one and done now. To the extent now I got my homeboy sending me stuff about guys reclassifying from their junior year of high school, high school, to get into college early to get $5 million NIL deals and, and, and suggesting to me that that makes good sense. Well, yeah, until they get there, they got their money, they got their bag, and that's great, but are they physically and mentally developmentally ready to take on the the responsibility, the accountability, the pressure, you know what I mean, that comes with being in college that much earlier. And they're going to be subjected to the same stuff young college guys are. And eventually you're going to start seeing people getting accidents, speeding in cars, drinking too much, going to parties, showing up with guns in the backseat of their car and being completely underwear. And then some dude from Southeast DC who bought that life going to shoot and kill somebody. And now your name is tied up in something you don't want it to be in. And I feel like all of it is a slippery slope or a bigger issue culminating in the overcorrecting. And that's all I'm saying. Like, you, you got to look at the consequences of everything. And I just don't appreciate the fact that we've gone so far in the other extreme that now the whole product suffers to the point that in the NBA now, it's just not even as good. Like, I used to be able to watch the NBA all year round because I knew the best players would show up and really were dedicated to their product and really play defense and really wanted to actually stop the other team from scoring and win the game. Now they just like all good friends and sitting out games and showing up when they get ready. And then it's just like, it's not even a good product any longer. Yeah. I mean, you kind of yeah. conflated a few things like sure. that the defense, <laughs> to me thing, it all, the to defense me it all, thing is, has nothing to do with any of that. The, the NBA sure. has just made it so that defense is like essentially Pulled a negative. Yeah. So yeah. sure, that, that's they, they, not, they, they, they don't want that. They've officiated they, it out yeah. in the same that's, way that they officiated it. Like one week scoring, 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 scoring right. 60 points in one week. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. like, they like my, that. My, my only kickback to this, too, is they are making a lot of money. And I understand, like, the power dynamics and everything. But it, it sucks for the people that can't afford necessarily to get tickets. They finally get the tickets or they save up mm -hmm. to get to that game. Mm -hmm. And the game that you can get to that year, Low your management. favorite player isn't even there. Well, they, you know they what trying, I mean? They're trying to or officiate that out. They're trying yeah. to officiate that out right now. The new rule is yeah. you can't sit certain amount of games back to back. Yeah. Both it's still a roll of the dice. Sit. You're like, dang. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> right. The yeah. three games that they were able to sit out or however many they come up with, that's the one that we got tickets to. And okay. honestly, those probably going to be the cheapest, especially if they are able to map it out early. Man, that that load that star is not load managing. That that left the league in 2016, bro. <laughs> and and I mean the other thing is like kids going to the NBA out of high school, that's nothing new. That's been around for what, 30, 40 years at this point, if not longer. Yeah. I think that's not the kids' responsibility. That's the the responsibility of these organizations to incentivize and pay these kids and give them an incentive to stay in college if that works for them. 
Correct. But again, if you that tight and you that good, I mean, it's it's more times than not the kids that do make that jump physically can get there. Mm-hmm. Mentally, we got to determine whether, you know, and that's subjective. Like, it just de- right. depends on how the kid was raised. I mean, LeBron was acting like a 30-year-old man. At <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Man. But that's an uh, anecdote, though. There's yeah. only one of them. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Kobe was cool. I mean, a lot of these dudes have been pretty mature and handled mm-hmm. it well. But again, you got to put resources around them, give them extra support. That's what the team should <laughs> be doing. Right. The NBA should be and- doing that. Right. Until you come to the Wizards, man, and then you just <laughs> Kwame Brown. Yeah, there's, there's, there's certain franchises that you just exactly. Like, I mean, T Mac was cool, Kobe was good, KG was good, Amari Sotomayor did one year at JUCO, but they sort of throw yeah. him in that group too. He was good, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's yeah, it, 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 it been good, an example. Good relative Kobe, Kobe good, wasn't good NBA first year good. Well, Kobe wasn't starting his first year in the NBA. Yeah, sure. Neither neither was T Mac because he wasn't prepared. That's right. my point. Like the. The idea that these people are even in the at the place physically and talent wise is is very different from. Um, I, it, I don't know because in the nineties when Kobe and T Mac both was coming off the bench their rookie years, was they cooking. just wasn't they they just wasn't putting those players in the game. But Kobe right. was yamming on people. Yeah, Kobe one. was he was <laughs> he definitely wasn't not ready <laughs> physically. Yeah, what did he, he do in the playoffs? Didn't he miss some free throws or something? No, he missed some a three crucial, point crucial, shot. But he was the only one that wanted to take that three point yeah. shot. Yeah, in Utah. Okay. Uh, yeah. But we are getting the resident. This is the subjective resident. Kobe lover on here with the right. Don't you Kobe? Right. But Law was the first one to say what when you say Kobe's name. It wasn't even. It wasn't it's just true. Me. I mean, there's just far more dudes that we don't even know their names that went mm-hmm. straight to yeah, the pros absolutely. and never right. ever like got in the game or never really panned out. That are probably right, right. better examples. You know, because they just weren't ready we mentally. Don't know them. Sure, yeah. and the anecdotes are, that you're gonna remember are the, are the greats. So exactly. you make that yeah. to make yeah. the point, but that's not typically yeah. the case. Tyson Chandler though. was a great example of someone who went too early, but mm-hmm. he he just he it got his out. development yeah. in the league, and right. that's an yeah. argument too. Right. Is like I'd rather get paid to develop than to be doing this at a college campus where I wasn't getting anything. Right. So where did John Morant go to school? Um, uh, South Carolina was it South Carolina? Market? Not Marquette. Um, no, God, why do I not know this? He's from he, South Carolina. It wasn't. Right. It wasn't South Carolina. He went to. So I, I'm just curious. He's a mid major though. I'm just curious. Somebody Might like him. I'm just curious. Somebody like him, if he stayed, you know, in in college to see, even if they paid him to stay in college, you know what I mean? Is he develop? Is he going to learn or have experience or exposure to something that John might, Morant was rookie of the year though? That's it. Wasn't a not, basketball. Not, not the basketball. Him. Exactly. I'm talking about. Yeah, but that's his. That's it was. It was Marquette. You were. Right. It, it wasn't even. I mean, I guess you can't use certain people's mental as a indication of their maturity. I think John Morant's issue it is. Is it? Well, is that's it the case that the relationship the between two, their maturity. The first two uh, people in that draft got mental hangups because one of them can't stop eating. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, there's plenty of people who go through trauma or some type of issue with just how their personality and their character. Right, and it's just bad. Like it ain't got nothing to do with how they was raised. Some people it ain't got nothing to do with. If it was it has everything to do with how they was raised. It don't have sure. nothing to do with their maturity. It just has to do with, you know, how they how they want to. And then again, the privileges and the fame and, and all of that, man, it change it changes the whole dynamic. Like. Correct. You might have been oh. a good dude. Might have been raised great, and then you get Correct. twenty million, and you just turn into an a hole and just start right. acting like the world owe you oh. everything. Correct. You so the one, women. With the Mary State. 
Murray State? Yes, yeah. that's what oh, it was. was no, it was an M. Co- correct. So I'm I'm saying <clears throat> some of the things that end up that help you to slow down and put those things into perspective is timing, where you have, you know, a little bit shelter and people protecting around you, to sort of you know shield you from a lot of those things and exposure. I'm saying you get that with college, and you also get the opportunity to mature. You know what I mean? Uh, ultimately, we all developmentally mature mentally the older we get. Right. You get the age and the experiences. And I'm just saying he might have been a little bit more protected and have an opportunity to learn from some mistakes in a softer way rather than what he's putting at risk where he is now in his life. And I'm just saying we trying to rush these kids so fast to grow them up. I have an issue with that. I'm all right. I'm okay with you getting your money, but it should be done in a way that also protects the children from themselves. And I'm not necessarily seeing that any longer. So if we talk about like um, Richard Williams, the, the Richard Williams movie, the one thing you, you kept seeing from him is like, I, my initial reaction was, damn, you've been an asshole. These girls are great. Why you don't let them go play? But then when I sat and reflected on, it, I realized he's saying, no, they need to be children first. And I need to protect them from y'all because y'all are trying to hurry up and speed them up into becoming adults. And I've seen what other adults who play tennis in their position have ended up washing out in their careers because you rushed them along too fast. Well, are you saying going professional is contributing to that or are you saying the protection is what helps eliminate the risk because they all went professional we don't make these arguments about golf athletes or tennis athletes who go pro at 14 obviously it's the environment that they that well it's actually perhaps the resources and system around them and the culture i think of of that sport that doesn't demand the same issues like Absolutely. we used to have a better parental structure around this sort of thing. And then the exact same way we were talking about that power dynamic. Now it's difficult to tell a right. John Morant who is the moneymaker and the team star that, hey, you need to slow down where they used to have a little bit more respect, even for elders. Like they used to kind of bring in, you know, a great from the team to sit down with that young uh, player and say, hey, these are the challenges that I have. But now they'd be like, man, oh, man, get out of here. You know who I am. That's right. what I, I would that. argue it ain't a huge difference between a 19 year old and a 22 year old. Yeah, I was going to say the vets is 24 now. Yeah, that's right. the problem. So, <laughs> right. That's the other problem. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Because <laughs> we're rushing them along. That's what I'm saying. But it, it's, yeah. and to your point, Love, I think it's a false equipment, not from you, but it, the question is worth proposing. But I think we, we are all collectively, not just in this room, smart enough to know the difference between the environments of someone being raised to play golf at 15 or tennis at 15 or even soccer for that matter at 15 and who what they put around these kids to try to support them in their careers versus what an NBA player in United States looks like with that type of money at that age and what they're going to be exposed to and what that type of environment brings that's, about. That's it. I, I don't even need evidence. Taking okay. somebody who's in like, and I'm not generalizing, but I'm just saying sure. statistically, most of these kids come from low or very low income. Mm-hmm. And then overnight, you are $20 million guaranteed. Everything you could ever want is at your fingertips. Right. When you go pro in tennis and golf, you got to work your way into yeah. the pros. Mm-hmm. And then you might not still get that kind of money. It's going to be a gradual increase. And, mm-hmm. you know, the stardom yeah. doesn't come until, you know, later. And so I definitely think that's harmful in any. I don't even. It has. It's not relegated to sports. It's anything. If if you go yeah. overnight to that kind of wealth and power and influence and fame yeah, and fame, it's a bad yeah. recipe. Yeah. 
That's why, man, if Lafa went to the league when he was 19, he'd have been Lafa Morant out here. I know, <laughs> man. I know, man. I, I apologize. <laughs> I, was, I was crying, man. <laughs> that joke gets me every time. I'm like, damn, they're outside shooting. <laughs> I'm about to grab the strap underneath my table. But you know, I'm in Texas, man. Stop that, man. Yeah, James yeah, ain't no better, James, James could have been modeling, man. Could have been on <laughs> yeah. Wearing dress. And Rob, Rob would have had y'all both hemmed up. Had the camera right on the gun. Uh, anyway, man, I appreciate y'all entertaining that conversation, man. I definitely wanted to get it off my chest, but I'm sorry for digressing. Uh, let's get into this review of Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the final five episodes, six episodes, five, six, seven, eight, four episodes. Um, math, math, not math in the day. Um, Love, did you finish this? Yeah, I'm sorry, did. did you? You did finish it. All right. Yeah. So, uh, the first week we got our initial thoughts on the first four episodes. Um, Dane was absent, so I want to kick it to Dane to kind of fill in what he felt about his review and our conversation and, and his initial feelings. <laughs> <Not a runway. laughs> Dang loved it. Go ahead. I'm just gonna preempt that, y'all. Go ahead, Dang. What you say? I, I missed it. I'm sorry. Dang loved it. I'm just preempting y'all. Go ahead. Enjoy the show. I definitely enjoyed the show. You were right about that. Um, but I, as I was watching it, I knew, I knew a few things. I, I think probably episode two or three. I was like, oh, John is gonna hate this joint. <laughs> <laughs> Why and so, then, Dang? And then, um, and then episode probably four maybe five i was like james probably falling asleep on this joint because he wants more, <laughs> more hand-to-hand combat <laughs> and then about episode that like the episodes we talking about now i started to think to myself love gonna try and pick this joint apart because they bad spies so <laughs> so so one of the initial things that i did not like well, not one of the initial things, but one of the things that I did not like overall is I think they could have made did a better job of making them better spies. Yeah, I get I that it sort of goes with the correlation of they were rejected by the other agencies. They were rejected by different places like FBI and all that stuff, and nobody will hire them. So this high, high person and whatever agency he has intentionally looked for those people because they were they were putting them in situations where they were willing to take those risks. They had those types of, they think they have those types of skills. Mm -hmm. So you don't want them to be the best spies on the planet, but other than being smart enough to be like, Oh, let me take this picture and her think I'm looking up an app. I wanted to actually see one of them be nice at fighting. Like you do this for a living, Mm -hmm. but they they just weren't my thing. Like, and I felt like they could have fixed that by just, saying that they were rejected and they kind of alluded to it by making her like a sociopath like you were disqualified not because you weren't capable but because you were unstable or you had something in your background that made you not you know u.s remember they kept talking about high high risk and that they yeah so maybe that was them trying to help explain that to us like but nah they remember they went on the high risk mission and they survived. Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't. But I'm just saying wasn't. that I'm thinking maybe that was their way of trying to tell us they never even signed up to be so, that good, you know, at fighting. And so all. I, I so know. I didn't, I didn't take the, I, I appreciate that. I didn't take that. And it's funny. I get on here. I start talking about stuff I don't like immediately. <laughs> I didn't, <laughs> I didn't uh, influencing you, man. <laughs> hey, if he's going to be petty, then maybe I need to be the curmudgeon. <laughs> but um, I didn't take that to mean that they weren't capable but 
that does put an added perspective. But I took the high, meaning that they weren't they were a little more risk averse. I thought, you know, the low, you could be the mailman that's like the UPS right. guy just delivering the, mm-hmm. the package with the guns and the bombs you got to use. And that's super low risk. Mm-hmm. Then it's the medium risk that you just take on all the regular missions. And then the high risk we found out towards the end, which we'll discuss on this, was that the highest risk was just killing other Smiths that, right. that were trying to get out. Mm-hmm. So so when I heard that, I didn't really interpret it that way. But I guess I could see why you would interpret it that way earlier on in a mission. I mean, earlier on in the show. No, I didn't interpret it that way. I was saying, could that have been their way of trying to oh. communicate to us? This is why they're not, nah, not, not so when, proficient at these spy things. I, I Possibly, maybe, mm-hmm. but I think it, it's a choice. So it's not. It's not the, a decision that yeah. the agency made. It's right. a decision you that could, the people signed up. Make that choice. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. they could have signed up and then found out. Oh, we got to go kill these other spies when they, you know, go AWOL. We might need to clean up our skill set. We, we need to go do some marksman training, or you know, on their own. And then you could explain it that way. But yeah. they didn't. That's a decision they made, not the agency. Right. But what I realized very early on, probably episode two. Yeah, I think episode two was the episode where they they. Got got it in after deciding they wasn't going to get it in. <laughs> I was like, it was so they they start off the episode. Yeah, so we I not got it in. What do you what have do you sex? Mean? Oh, okay, thank you. They start off the episode <laughs> saying we we not going to have sex. We just going to be you know about the job. And then at the end of the episode, she was like, "Do you want to kiss me?" And then they ended up you know doing the dry humps on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end, as soon as the episode was over, I said to myself, "This has nothing to do with spy spying. The show is not about being a spy." Right. Mm. whatsoever right mm. and that's when i knew you were gonna hate it that Who was you moment. was you john john that's when i knew john was gonna hate it, it was like because they sold him a false bill of sales it could have been that the show is about relationships it's about relationship dynamics it's about people dynamics so when i say relationships i don't mean just husband and wife dynamic i mean just the, how people deal in relationships period they just happen to be married but they were acting married in the beginning and and they just happened to pick oh this is the job that they have so that'll make that tension added to this. But they mm-hmm. improve on their spy skills. Half the stuff, like when they took on the mission for the high risk people, they didn't even show how they completed the mission. So right. it, it, it had nothing to do with them being spies whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But I, as John alluded to last week when he was talking trash about me loving this joint, I am a relationship. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that relationship between people. What it, husband wife whether it parent child friendship all that stuff i i love the human condition so this i was into it for that i went through it fast so i expected to i wanted to share a little little background story for y'all so this original concept is from a screen um screenplay screenplay that uh was submitted or whatever and obviously got optioned and picked up and they started recruiting who they wanted and they started with the first uh, with the man in the relationship, the husband. Okay. And one of the first people they had tried to co-opt it for was Brad Pitt, but he was like, nah, I don't really want to do it. And they really wanted Nicole Kidman. But then they immediately went after Brad said no to Will Smith. So we could have got the original Mr. and Mr. Smith would have been a black dude, but guess who it wouldn't have been with? A black woman. It was going to be Will Smith and Catherine Zeta-Jones. Interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so, so speaking of the original, the very first episode, they opened up with the couple to show how, you know, they hunted them down at the, at the uh-huh. end of their, well, they were on the run or whatever. Right. Am I the only one that thought that that was supposed to be 
Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Yeah, and that's why they yeah, make them I look that way. <laughs> when I when I saw them, I was like, "Oh, yeah. they're trying to make them look similar to how Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie look." Because Angelina Jolie back then was like that super sex symbol. They mm-hmm. always focus on her uh, lips yeah. being thick for mm-hmm. a white woman, and mm-hmm. like to me, that's that's what I saw. I was like, if, oh, so if the husband was court, more Brad Pittish, that would have crossed my mind. Well, yeah. I, I think he because was... Skarsgård is has that view. Oh, the original. I'm sorry. I don't yeah. know why I was thinking of the latter. Mr. No, 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 the, not them. The I'm talking about and yeah, the first yeah, yeah. woman. Yeah. Okay. Right. He he has that view in Hollywood of being you. that 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 blonde heartthrob. And Brad Pitt loved doing the scruffy look now. I thought they were trying to play on that. Oh, okay. But it, it. it is a bit of a reach, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was the only episode that felt like it was about spy stuff, the first episode. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, they, they yeah. sprinkled in some stuff. And I, I thought, unlike Jonathan, I, I did want more action, so I was disappointed. Absolutely. But I did think it was compelling. It kept me watching the episodes just to see how everything, like, you know, cool. these different relationship dynamics. But, you know, John, I did John want more is, action. You you got to realize, John John and I see things very similar in a lot of ways. But, it's y'all DNA. But, but it, yeah, it's, it's the DNA. Like, it's, it, but it's, it, we are, there's one one definite thing that's definitely different between us. John don't care about all your emotions. Isn't that ironic? <laughs> like, like if we if we were warriors, John would be a ninja and I would be a samurai. I'm all about the honor and the, the loyalty and all that. And John is like, man, just get the mission done. <laughs> so uh, that, yeah. that's, that's a good transition point there. I want to just hit on. Um, and James, I don't know if you got anything prepped for each episode or not, but if you could just refresh a memory I think it was episode five called Do You Want Kids? The, as much as I can remember, this is the episode I think that they went to, is it Italy, where they were trying to chase down? Is that the episode where they were trying to chase down the guy? Um, the, the the big guy, the Italian guy, and you see Jay throw him off the, the stairs or something? Yeah. Is that that uh, Toby. episode? Toby. <laughs> yeah. 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 Man, he hated Toby, man. I don't know like <laughs> what the dynamic there was or why mm-hmm. he was so mad at him. And it was kind of cool to see Ron Perlman, who typically is like uh act not an action hero, but he's usually like the muscle. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He's like a tough mm-hmm. guy, but he was kind of like this big sensitive old guy yeah, that was yeah. whining was and Ron complaining Perlman through the whole 80 so he might yeah. be yeah. like that in real life it's either. true <laughs> but he still got that look man yeah. but uh i think but yeah, i thought that I, was interesting so i i the way i interpreted that episode mm-hmm. this is the you know analyzing the relationship stuff Go ahead. It's he, what was it was. Mad, he was mad at her but he couldn't take it out on her so he's taking it out, out on, totally taking out on him. him that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah yeah, I was right. trying to figure out if it was like, you know, mother father dynamics or something, but that makes sense that he was, you know, punishing her and which, which she, she almost was treating him. Yeah. And she almost was treating him, uh, Toby, like a child, but then she was anti kids and anti family. Yeah. About their yep. future. And she was just shooting it all down. And he was like, Oh, but you're going to be nice to this dude that but you don't on. even know. But, but hold on, hold on. I know from experience, you don't ever go buy no house. Oh, oh, we all like that. Without discussing her. <laughs> we, we all so that's on him, actually. Actually, yeah. that's on him. I don't care. Really well, yeah. I mean, maybe he thought it was different when you're not with a black woman, but the brothers over here. In fact, you don't even talk about buying no house without having it. Without, <laughs> right. Somehow she has to have the thought first. And then you say, oh, babe, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. I was thinking the same thing. Well, first of all, with a black it's woman, it's never right. your house. It's her. No, it ain't. It ain't her home. <laughs> no. Thank you. 
Thank you, Lob. <laughs> you get the mow the lawn. You just live there. Yeah. Right. You work. live there. <laughs> As an indentured uh, servant. <laughs> yeah. Not not even going through all the episodes, but mm-hmm. there was one theme that happened in these latter episodes that I kind of alluded to before that I was mm-hmm. disappointed in is that clearly the theme moving forward was Jane is like the better spy. And maybe I think um, she I, I felt like I know what you're getting at because you mentioned it last week. I think that she progressed faster than he did. I think and I and I think that was also a, <laughs> I'm going to keep going back to it. That was also a dynamic of relationships, because what do they always say about marriages? A man marries a woman hoping that she'll always be that. And mm-hmm. she changes mm-hmm. a woman marries a man hoping that he'll progress into something else. He and he always exactly stays the same. Yeah. And that's exactly <laughs> what they did. He stayed yeah. the same spy he was from day one. Yeah. And she be, she changed and, into a different spy as they progressed. And they, yeah. and they talked about that quite a bit in therapy. She yeah. was, she yeah. was saying they were using the IT as a, as a cover, but right. she was saying, you always think you better than me. So which said to me, she didn't like that, like feeling of like, yeah, you did. You were a better spy when we first yeah. started, right? You but like right now, there. you won't give me credit, and you know, I'm kind of like surpassing you. And and she kept taking the lead, and I think that yeah. was kind of them yeah. telling us this is what she's been trying to do is like become better than. Well, not just right. that. It ain't I think- had nothing to do with spying, though. They was talking about marriage, how women be feeling like they be having to take the lead in, in marriages. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, it was yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. more. Yeah, it was a euphemism. Yeah. But um, I think, Dane, to your earlier point about you and I, what's interesting is while the relationship aspects are kind of boring to me, the human behavior side is what's important. So Jane was very cold, right, and shut off right. Especially when with she her emotions brothers at the car table. Right. Yeah, I'm like, damn, man. <laughs> having a good time. <laughs> right. But I'm I'm saying how that many times has that happened? <laughs> just having a good time. He come that phone call. Shut right. 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 Where you at? <laughs> Thought you was gonna be home. <laughs> um but no, but it, it, it lent itself to her being, as in James's words, the better spot, right? Because she was cold, she was calculated. She right. wasn't thinking about anybody else, whereas Earn, I call him Earn, John was thinking about <laughs> his mom, right? So he needed to be around to take care of mommy and care about mommy's feelings. She didn't have that weakness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she didn't have anything holding her back from getting the job done, whereas John was certainly more concerned about the human side of people. And that certainly reflected in how they carried themselves in each mission. Yeah, and like I said before, they also alluded to her being a sociopath, and that kind of was something that she was able to use. But like you said, it made her cold on the relationship side where she didn't have them family bonds. Hey, you brought up, I think that was episode six with the psychologist mm-hmm. or psychiatrist. Yeah. Oh, she was she so good. Bring, I love her, man. Bring What's up her Maya? name? What is her name? What oh, is the lady name? She's, she's been in a lot of stuff. She, horror stories. Horror man. stories. Yes, man. I love her personality, man. She's so quirky to me, man. Um, <laughs> I ain't, I ain't want to skip over the car. I want to skip over the car game just that oh, quickly, though. Yeah. So I, maybe I'm different than y'all, but to me, that was the Mister and Mrs. Smith run by Donald Glover. I was looking for. And oh, you, so that how they could do different stuff because they were different races and stuff like that. Well, yeah, Sarah like Paulson. the fact that she had that dialogue about that was racist. Like y'all, yeah. no, nah, we wasn't. That's how we yeah. talk. Like, like right. that. Right. That like I wanted a series full of that, and that's why I was such a proponent of it being a black couple because I thought that was the way to make the show entertaining without spy stuff. 
You if know, you're not going to do the spy stuff, yeah. do that yeah. stuff and make me laugh. You know, but what you I mean? know, but you know what, law? They could have did a mixed couple, whether it be Erskine, black Erskine, they mm-hmm. could have been black and white, the white girl. Yeah. They still done the same stuff, but True. then they could have given us the Asian perspective, the, them, how they yeah. do it, or the white perspective. Yeah. They, they did. They, they just waited to episode <laughs> yeah. six to bring right. it out. That was yeah. the point. That's why I was yeah. saying alive. He hadn't gotten there yet. I was like, well, they start hitting right. on that. Yeah. But it waited too long yeah, to get to it way earlier yeah. than that. Yeah. Yeah. And I get it, man. Like that probably is only one dynamic. And if you really are doing relationship stuff, he probably mm-hmm. didn't want to dwell on that and get too many because it's already feels like Atlanta with spies. He probably didn't want to dwell on that too much. But some of that conversation is funny because, like I said, with the psychiatrist, when he brought up Maya and the psychiatrist, who is Sarah Paulson, is the actress, yeah, by the yeah, way. How she was singing Maya and um, James <laughs> kind of like, well, you like him. What are y'all like talking me. about? Yeah. <laughs> so just those little like, you know, um, cultural. Like, Whatever happened to Maya? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I just kept thinking if I'm wa- if I'm Maya watching this, like. That joint would have felt funny, like having yeah, it right. feelings hurt, like, like that. Like, <laughs> like, I didn't expect this. Yep. Oh, we were talking about Maya the singer, the R&B yeah, singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we we got some we got some in the breaking in the room news about Maya the singer and somebody in this group. So I'm just gonna leave it right there for a minute. I'm gonna see if the guilty party want to come come forth and speak about their truth. I'll wait. I'll keep waiting. <laughs> I guess but, I will. Too. Right, Maya went to school with somebody in this room. Oh, oh man, man. with two people, oh, right? right. <laughs> right. Two people? No, it ain't me. Oh, you guilty too? Oh, oh, so let me speak Hit dogs holler. Dang, blue day opportunity. We'll keep moving. Let's go. Um, so the, the uh, what was the episode with the lady from the door from the door Milaje from Wakanda? She was also in something else. I that was episode seven. That was late. Yeah, that was, that that was, was, that that was almost the last one. Yeah. yeah. So that was following. Um, Couples therapy. So that was yeah, the infidelity. That was, so that was the next yeah. episode. So yeah. infidelity. Yeah. That one was cool. I appreciated I that. I like that one too. Yeah. Um, that one brought me back in, by the way. I did like that episode. Yeah, that's um, probably the second best episode. Yeah. And it had more action, like just with it the did. chases and the fight yeah. that they had with her in there. And it kind of felt like action pace. Like, the, you know, they're tracking her, they're trying to catch up with her. And you know, the stakes are high because if they mess this mission up, you knew that was going to be. That last one. Right. That, that is oh, also yeah. that I, is also the mission where I was like, yeah, they really are just trash spies. I think I, <laughs> I think I left yeah. that episode a little confused, but I ain't care enough. It didn't feel important enough to like get clarity. But maybe y'all could clear it up for me. Mm-hmm. What what was what 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 were they doing with her? Like they were she, separated at that her. time, correct? No, they were they still were, together. They were oh. married. They were still living together. Right, but the, so but the cover mission, was, that was what that was so, what separated them. But why did why was he revealing to that person who obviously was also an agent was, of some sort? Because he right. was too he didn't realize she was an agent. Well, he did. He so knew he did an agent. He knew. He did. He, he, knew, did. he knew. That's he why they were trying to kill her in the first place. He he knew she was an agent. Mm-hmm. And to me, it goes back to them seeing the other Smiths. He let allow himself to be too comfortable when he knew he was talking to somebody who lived a life. But yeah. he didn't and let he didn't let her know. That he knew sh- that he knew she was an agent, okay. right? And, Michelle, and- Michelle Cole is that her name? That Bev is the name of the spy. I don't know how to pronounce yeah. her name. Is yeah. it Michelle Cole? I actually that- read after it because I was a little confused too. Apparently, she was a spy with another another, another organization yeah. similar to like High High. So right. his cover he was, was to, to 
yeah, it was to kill her, but he was supposed to kind of reveal that he was going rogue from high high and she was going rogue from her space. Um, but he was supposed to kill her and just like true to his form, he always gets too, too into character too and gets mm-hmm. too close, just like he did with the fellas when she came in and she's like, you talking too much just do the mission where he's like, I kind of want to learn about this person as I'm doing the mission and be undercover. And which you, know, you would think would make it myself. worse. Cause then you got a connection with him and you got to put a right. in their head. <laughs> you would think. So why was Jane so invested in getting information about what he was sharing with her and how she felt? Because Jane, she, because, Jane jealous. because Jane was jealous of his relationship with her. She right, thought right. he was in there. <laughs> so if they, they still really together, if they're still together, who is they? This Jane, uh, and, John. Jane, Jane and, John. and John. Okay. And this is a mark, right? Right. Mm-hmm. How was she confused about his tactics? Because he spent a month. She said you could have killed him in a day two. You could yeah, it, it this is a two, three day mission, and you've been dating her for a month. Okay. Right. Because right. you want to date somebody other than oh, me. Oh, okay. okay. Right. right. And he kind of was. Yeah, he yeah, kinda no, was. He was. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's basically uh, like, a- you have a mission to kill this woman, but you're cheating with this woman at this Got point. Right. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like y'all said, it's funny that, you know, you stay the same person you are. Yeah. Just like before with the fellas, she was like, why are you spending so much time with these yeah. dudes? Y'all are talking about me. And then she got self-conscious because that's something that she would have done in 10 minutes and instead of spending an hour or two hours or however long he was there playing cards and hanging out. Mm-hmm. And even in both, I can't remember which one of those two episodes, but it, it was one of those episodes where she was like, yeah, I slept with two dudes. Like, yeah. or something like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I, you, you've been cheating on me. Well, I cheated on you too. But, and didn't she end up retracting it? Yeah, yeah she, she said did. it wasn't yeah, true. She, she said it wasn't true. true. She tried yeah. to hurt him. Uh, and then, just, um, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, just because I like to give people credit. We, we, when we used to do this uh, reviews episodically, we do a better job of talking about the ancillary cast. So if I'm pronouncing her name wrong, I'm sorry. I think it's Michaela or Michaela or Michaela Michaela Cole. She was in um, one of the door Milaje in Wakanda forever. And I think I watched her in an episode of black mirror, the one, the star Trek episode. She was the black girl on a spaceship. So just one thing you in context for people thing they about to read. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Jane, you know okay. what she always looked like to me as soon as she pop on screen. She got a very eccentric look to her. Like mm-hmm. look like that old rapper Tricky, the British. <laughs> 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 she was a uh, she was a comedian from uh, the UK. She had she, I think was she, got, she yeah she got discovered on Netflix. Like her Netflix show blew oh, up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, James. I'm yeah. sorry to cut you off. I didn't even piece together that she was part of the Dora Milaje part, man. I just mm-hmm. yeah, she was, was, uh, was, was it was the girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. It, was the, <laughs> it was the girlfriend in uh, uh, part two where uh, they they she was the second one that got the special uniform that they could fly over the water and all that. Yeah, the girlfriend like, of uh, who in part two? Um, not the not not Okoye, but Okoye, the, the right tallest hand. one who the tallest who one that was the original checked, one. That she, was yeah, the, she checked. She was her widow. girlfriend. Yeah, got it. She was got like, it. "You want to okay. go there?" <laughs> yeah, the one right. the one that was the original Dora yeah. Milaje yeah. on uh, uh Civil uh, War, not Winter Soldier, but the Civil War joint. Yeah, got it. Got she it. Was her okay. girlfriend. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess for me, like this, the last episode, I don't know. I just didn't like the way it was structured because to me it didn't seem confusing that it wasn't john and jane or the the john and jane that we're following yeah. <laughs> like that had set the it, bomb and tried to assassinate her with the, yeah, the it, rifle yeah, it was like it they, was clearly to me yeah they fell for that somebody tweet. else right yeah, yeah. and i was kind of like it don't even seem you know what i mean so, but so from that episode can we backtrack the episode where they met the other john and jane smith where he was getting a smoothie and him and the yeah. other John started talking. And the same super That's convenient. when I was like, I was like, 
this is when I was I said it was another part, but it really was that part. I was like, okay, they're just stupid. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, even if I'm a spy, then this right, is where I like, thought you lost was going to pick this joint apart. But even if I'm a spy, there is no way I'm telling another spy. Even if I realize he's another spy, I'm not telling you. And then yeah. I'm not inviting you to my house. That that that, that made and it. I, and, I'm, and I'm not getting on an airplane and, I'm and not going to the mission yeah. for you <laughs> right, randomly. Right. Yeah. Oh, that feel like the setup because yeah, I'm pretty sure like, you're gonna to, blow this helicopter. To up me, as, inter- as, as entertaining and comical yeah. as it was, because that was probably one of the few the episodes I laughed the most at. That was probably the worst episode as far as the story. Yes, like, I yeah. was like, this show is just, 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 just unrealistic. Yeah, because when I first saw it, I was like, okay, they know that something's up, but then as you progress through it, like they did, like it was just too coincidental to me yeah. that. Like mm-hmm. she showed I would have just felt like, like she I'd have just felt like high high sent them. Like yeah. you don't just randomly pop up and be like, hey, we're both in this, you know, same organization and we happen to be getting right. the same you know what I mean? With like if, way, if nothing you know else, mean, you're gonna be really skeptical and really, really paranoid. Yeah, paranoid. Right. Yeah, like paranoid. is this another agency sending somebody to Absolutely. act like they're one of us? Absolutely. Right. Uh, yeah. And, 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 and then at the end, he's like, Why do you think you know why do you think we found you so easy like right dummy yeah. <laughs> right and, and i get man uh they were trying to convey probably that this couple was looking for someone that they could co- relate they were. to and mm-hmm. were so happy to finally find somebody but still they should at least like pull to the side and be like hey you think it's weird like, it's like and then it was like right. forget it man we'll just go with it we'll be careful but i think it's cool that we got some you know what i mean and then uh, went yeah. to it but they were kind of like almost surprised like <laughs> and then you know when you're a couple and you're going through your trials and tribulations and you see a couple that's been through what you've been through and they exactly. older and they on the other side right you, you know you look to them that was for, that was the point yeah, that's what that the was the point was. Yeah. yeah yeah i would so, which was preferred they be on a mission together and then yeah that would have like, yo y'all that trying to come have sense. dinner like right yeah. that would have been like <laughs> yeah. oh they, you know okay. they, yeah. they would have showed up for a mission and they'd have showed yeah. up at the same yeah. time be like hi 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 and yeah. then <laughs> like, oh we're on the same yeah. team okay yeah so so to that point the last episode breakup um we obviously see the from the movie the the fight scene between jane and john smith mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. um which i saw coming like they're getting ready to have a shootout in this house yeah. right um what's your which that house was feeling? nice that that it hurts it that house gets shot up that way yeah, like, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought i thought that was the main premise behind the original screenplay and movie it was okay. so it was the movie. for me even though you saw it coming I was like, where is the conflict? When are they going right. to split? Yeah. Like, I didn't, yeah. like, they waited to me way too long. So I almost started to think this season is going to end with them beefing with anticipation for them being on two opposite sides next season. Because they Got waited it. the whole season for One them to yeah. kind of like yeah. split. And <laughs> so when it did finally happen, I was like, okay, here we go. You know? <laughs> yeah, but the divorce is the end of the relationship. So that's that's but, this, but in that the was movie, about the relationship. But in the movie, that happened in the middle of the movie. The movie wasn't about the relationship. The no, 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 no. Having, I get that. Yeah, but yeah. because the show sort of based on the movie and everything, right. I'm thinking a lot of the, the, the themes and the, what makes it entertaining is you have two spies who right. are divorced going at each other to kill each other. Yeah, but you know, we we went in knowing that this jump was going to be totally different because in the movie, which was also very stupid, they didn't know that their mate was a spy. Yeah. That that was one of the most unrealistic things about the movie to me. Right. So I right. I well, she found out when she dropped the knife and he caught it. 
right? Or the bottle, which one we call it? Yeah, but that was like halfway yeah. through the movie. Yeah, and somehow she didn't find all the guns in the stove behind her. Right, right. there was guns everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, not at one point when you playing your guns, did you not see one of his well, guns? Well, Lav, she didn't cook, Lav. She wasn't domesticated. I don't know about y'all wise. My wife would have been found that night. <laughs> <laughs> no. Right, if it was a black wife, she always searched the tell house. Me. Right, you know, right. Right. <laughs> I got a stash good. Like, man, I'm going to put this right here. I'm going to get yeah. it later. Put it in the cut. Just nah. come home. <laughs> I'm like, look for the Why gun that don't move there, somewhere. Right? <laughs> man, back, they one in the hip. But, but do y'all chill. think, like, it, it kind of seemed like mm-hmm. this gave us that scene, but it also gave us what seems to be some sort of reconciliation. And I don't know if, if you know, John gets patched up and survives if they'll be back together or they'll be back to fighting. But that, at least that, it seems like for the, the time being, that the depends if, if they had enough viewers to have a second season. That's, That's what that was about. <laughs> the show is over, man. There's no way they survived that joint. No, dang. It's come not about on, that. Come it's on about now. how many viewers they had and whether Amazon right. wants okay. a second and season. And like you Please said, sir. it's not about that Please spy sir. stuff. It's about the relationship. So yeah. they'll, yes. they, like, they don't even necessarily need to try hard if it's based off of. But what was so hard about surviving that? Yeah, she only needed one bullet. She, she had one bullet, and right. she only had to get yeah. through one lady. Like, yeah, but the lady outside, eight, the, eight the lady outside didn't have one bullet though. Right, and we heard about eight oh. shots, but she could have shot, missed, grabbed a gun, and they could have been fighting. Bah, 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 yeah, and it was more than you know? one shot that went off. So. Do, 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 right, they could be they, holding the gun, fighting, tussling over right, the gun. Right, because she got her one shot off and then grabbed the girl's gun before yes. she shot back. Yes, that's what okay. they're going to show us in season two. Are you really trying to make logical sense out of something <laughs> there right now, Dave? Really? <laughs> really? And this young guy already have three seasons because y'all watched season one so well. They're going to go ahead and, and give you two more seasons. Amazon. I, I, I the know. one thing about this episode that, that blew me the most was like, how do you go in my man's house? Pull the blicky out, basically put it in his mouth, and then just leave like nothing happened. Like you got to take him out, drag him oh, out. Oh yeah, back, yeah. The, uh, the neighbor, hot especially, neighbor guy. especially when you always, uh, always thinking your wife smashing him anyway. It ain't gonna really know. hurt your feelings to do it. <laughs> yeah, it, it I, I actually like, love uh, that, but it just was another confirmation. Y'all terrible spies. This yeah, is yeah, this exactly. is the easiest thing for you to investigate. Right, your right. next door neighbor that you don't feel good about. Right. And just figure well, out what his deal is. The, meanwhile, the next door neighbor is good, doing a good job spying on you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And I did he like just, that red herring. Board. <laughs> I, I did like that red herring kind of because the too. obvious thing would have been that he was another spy. Right. But yeah. for him to kind of just yeah. be this guy that's super interested in the property yeah, <laughs> and doing yeah. his own spying. I, I, I think it's I cool. Kinda I think it's cool when you've either developed a respect amongst your peers within Hollywood or re- real genuine relationships with superstars who will do cameos in your in your projects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Soderbergh could get uh, I mean he could get 20 A-listers in a movie and they'd be in it for 5 minutes. I don't know how he got to that point, but right. Donald Glover getting Paul Dano to do that little part and right. You know, yeah. getting people to do these little cameos. I think that's cool when people can get, you know, that kind of A-list type of actor in their projects because mm. it so, makes you it, at least for me it makes me believe oh they're gonna have a bigger role when in reality right. they just doing a favor or doing something fun with a friend you know what i mean that bait and switch yeah, yeah. So, anyway, so what do y'all think overall are we rating this yeah go ahead man start with dane start with <laughs> me no nah, start with john positive. Nah, start with dane <laughs> I, I get a john to seven six and a half seven 
I liked oh, it. So I didn't that, love it. So that's your average then, right? According to you, uh, basically six, right? six, six and a half is my average. So just okay. slightly above that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I ain't love it, but I definitely enjoyed it. I I, I flew through it way faster than I thought I would, just because mm-hmm. I like that type of dynamic stuff. And okay, that's why I watched This Is Us. Yeah, seven, I, I seven was about right for me. So. Yeah, I agree. Seven. So, Jonathan, what what you got, man? I was gonna say a six. I mean, it's fine. Uh-huh. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't terrible. You know what, what I mean? You thought just... I was gonna come in this and say nine and a half or something? Yeah. So let's kind of hammer through a couple more points. Uh, I am interested in knowing because uh, Donald Glover has been in the news here for two or three di- different things, and I just kind of bring them all up at once, and you all take whatever pieces make sense. Um, one was an interview with a Hollywood reporter where uh, the, the interviewer compared his show to uh, Dave and asked how he felt about that. And I guess he said he whatever his response was, he didn't particularly like it, not because he didn't like Dave or didn't think Dave was an interesting or good entertaining show. But he just uh, thinks his show is completely different. And I think we've heard that before. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if I agree with that. I don't know what planet Donald Glover is perceiving this from. But <laughs> so it was so it was with regards to Atlanta, not Mr. or Mrs. Smith. Yes. Let's say yes. that first. Yes. And the first thing that the interviewer asked, if you watch it, the interviewer said, Do you think this guy is as talented as you? And showed mm-hmm. a picture of little Dickie. And he immediately said no. (laughs) No. (laughs) He laughed. He laughed. He was like, and that's going to get taken as hate for little Dickie. But I love the guy. And, you know, I I think he's a talented guy. Mm -hmm. I just, I'm, he said, I'm conceited. Right. (laughs) Which I thought was a good answer. It was a very honest answer. And he said, so how did, did you feel disrespected when your show Atlanta got compared to Dave? Mm -hmm. And he said, again, y'all are going to make it sound like, I'm hating or I hate Lil Dicky. Right. I like Dave. I just don't think it's Atlanta. I, I, I So yeah, I felt disrespected. Yeah. It's funny because so this show, we've said that well before this interview. You know, we've made yeah. that comparison. So it's clearly yeah. some merit. It's clearly married to it. Yeah, I think everybody has. Like, it's this alternative outside the box look at the industry where you're mm-hmm. following a rapper. Right. <laughs> So I get so, like the and they both were on FX. They both were filmed, looked like by the same director. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and yeah. I think I think the problem that he is dealing with and what we realize and why we put them together and compare them is Dave gave us what we originally wanted from right. Atlanta. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And, and he I, changed course. He did an about face after season one and went right. in a totally different direction. So in his mind, they ain't nothing to like. But for the rest of the world, we like, well. Hell, that's what we were hoping you would do. So yeah. we're going to compare you to that. You yeah. know what's interesting for me? I haven't really read an article about it, or at least I can't recall. But have y'all seen anything like what his idea of what Atlanta is, like what the concept behind it was, what's the story he was trying to tell or the message he was trying to? It just, you know, it got comparisons like to Black Seinfeld. It got comparisons to Lil Dicky. It was abstract. It was weird. But like, what was he trying to accomplish? Like, I still don't know I, how he perceives Atlanta as yeah, a series. I, no I one, definitely no believe that. Brother. I believe Atlanta started one way, but I definitely believe it turned into more of an anthology Black Mirror type. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. him, and from his perspective, I believe. Right. I yeah. believe him. And what's the one that does all the almost does all his stuff? The uh, his brother, Japanese, the uh, Japanese record. guy. What's his name? Oh, yeah, James. It's like Hero Mirror. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Like, I think they take these, that, that platform at least, as an opportunity to do all of their abstract thoughts and build it into that universe that they've created. But it's every episode is a different concept. Right. Dave has more of a linear storyline. So that's probably what they're waiting the difference on. Like, how can you compare them? But I I think you're right. I think it ties back to how Atlanta was introduced and the Mm -hmm. fact that those characters are still together, progressing through time. Mm-hmm. It's not as separate as you may make may want it to feel. Right. Like. right. Well, well, he got another show he about to get compared to now. And that's the second. And that's the second bit. And that's the second bit that I want to hear. And we need. We should move. But yeah. um, just your initial thoughts and re- reactions to the Vince Staples show because the, in the, immediately, even with the trailer, I'm like, this is Atlanta, right? Yeah, like this right. is another. This is and, another take. And on the Atlanta. same thing. Like it really. I like those comparisons, and it's but it's Atlanta kind of with what. You expect it from Atlanta. I was where say, Staples is a mixture of urn yes, and yes. Paperboy, where he kind of gets the urn, like, you know, um, introspective look at stuff, but he right. also is the rapper. So he'd be in these yeah. weird abstract situations that people yeah. be like, You Vince Staples? Or they'd be like, Who the hell is Vince Staples? You right. know what I mean? So <laughs> he's dealing with this like it's, fame it's, and it's, money and trying yeah. to, you know, go through the industry and life in LA, still trying to, you know, make stuff work. That right. Jonah is if Paperboy was as smart as Earn, so he was like, I ain't hiring yeah, no manager. Exactly. But I'm curious, are they going to get those? Com- like, I, I feel like the comparisons are already That's there. The how, yeah. I'm comparing so it as I, I just, watch it. So, it's yeah. so does Donald Glover look at this like it's the same or does he look like, you know, because you would think that so his, his reaction should you, be like humble. Know. Almost no, like no, no, they are on my no, level, but yeah. like I was the one that birthed them. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. certain sounds come yeah. out, and yeah. certain styles of rap, and certain styles of movies, Tarantino, all that that influenced the industry. That's kind of what Donald Glover did. It's almost he should be humble and be like, "Yeah, I see the consp- comparisons, but we were first, and this is why I think we're different." But he'd so, be acting like this is totally different. So, right. so Vince Staples is affiliated, so he might have a different tone with the Vince Staples show that he do with Lil Dicky. <laughs> oh, he, he genuinely is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I ain't know that. He that see, dude. That dude, mother is literally a crip, like in real life. Like oh, he just see her pull out the gun and, so and clap her role yeah. is is a. Uh, yeah. A- accurate reflection yeah. of who she really is. Yeah, I remember, <laughs> okay. I remember him doing an interview, and he's like, "No, nah, my mom is a gangster." And they was like, "Well, you know I mean, she just wild." He's like, "No, literally, she's a gangster. I was raised by gangsters. Mm-hmm. Like, like, so Got she's it. like, she's really, she was really in them streets." When, yeah, but yeah. it's still two different takes on the industry. But I do yeah. like that. I like that about this show because. There are instances where he's like super highbrow, like Earn, and then there's instances right. where he's street. Uh, you know, and kind of in the first episodes, you see both because he's, right. you know, in jail, but he's still trying to like oh, navigate wow. being a rapper. But it's funny oh, because hey, that's really did it make y'all from Atlanta, isn't it? Oh, was right. that the second one was the jail. Yeah. 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 But did it did it make y'all laugh that the dude he met's name was Rob? And I was like, I know that if Rob saw Vince Staples in print, he would be ready to sing <laughs> and rap and everything. So I was like, and <laughs> <laughs> dude was reacting to everything that wasn't said to him he's like right hey what about this oh i'm sorry i don't want to mess it up no rule listen no, listen man. listen no no no, no. we Rob, got squeeze y'all, y'all, y'all excited no no i want to save it for live because he does Rob. need to watch it now i didn't realize the response that i'm getting in the room right now when i asked this question i thought it was gonna be a little more temperate but i can tell y'all we really are enjoying it at a different level and i do want love to be able to i would love rob to be back in the room when we talk about this one for the first time 
So let, let's not get into each episode. Yeah. I just wanted to get y'all initial take only because we just finished with Donald Glover and it's the first right. thing that popped in my mind right. how relevant these two, two, two shows are. So let's hold that for now if y'all don't mind. Um, and I hold this old Dominique Fishback thing. We'll talk about that a little bit later too. We'll get an opportunity. But um, without further ado, Dick James, please hit him with the news. Oh, man, it's news time already. This is yeah. one probably right up jonathan's alley man because this gives him a, a chance to go full mad rapper on us but uh allegedly <laughs> bob, bob Iger is saying that disney not just with marvel but overall they're going to focus on their stronger franchises and it's kind of something that we've seen where a lot of stuff has been taken off the slate only deadpool 3 is coming out uh in in uh 2024 and 2025 looks a little bit more stacked but what do y'all think about that is it good or bad because i looked at it as both ways like if we continue to get stronger franchises, that says sequels to me. So we get the same stuff. Mm. But at the same time, what Marvel has done is they haven't really propped up the newer franchises to pique our interest because so, they focused on things that we don't want to see. So I, I took this as exactly what Loth has been asking for. Where he say, why have they given us these C-list characters instead of the A-list characters, mm-hmm. it, which is why they focus in on Fantastic Four now. Because mm-hmm. that's a that's a quote-unquote a-list marvel team right and you know they're going to start focusing more on those people which is why daredevil makes sense and i guess you could say blade is in that now because wesley snipes made you know made that property yeah. mm-hmm. uh, better so I, I just think that it meant that we're going to move more towards the the recognizable characters and stop putting all of these randos on the screen well there's a two problem there's a two-prong approach and the, the that's problem number one but problem number two was actually probably to me more important, which is focus on the content, the, the yeah. source material, right? Because even with the C-list characters, if you went to the source material and it connected and the writers in each room and each studio like spoke play. to each other, yeah. then you can still make those products a lot better, right? Because I think you all made the argument here that there were a lot of the original characters, like even Iron Man for that matter wasn't as big in popularity right. to the common average person as it is certainly to the comic book reader, but they made him that much more um, known because of how well it was written, right? Even if it's not a one-to-one correlation of the source material, it was just well-written. So maybe right. a three-prong approach, right? Um, and I think even when focus on the stronger franchises, air quote, stronger franchises, if you give me another Hawk film, but you give me Soft Hawk, right. Rainy Hawk, yeah. Hawk, Comic, comic, (laughs) (laughs) that might have been a croak. You know, you can't mess with that, but that man (laughs) around the law, he might slap. If you give me Incredible Hulk and you don't, if you give me the Incredible Hulk we've seen in in Endgame, then or 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 Infinity War, even for that matter, after the first very first scene. Then who cares? You know what I'm saying? That's like, why this is I don't so, want to see him as a joke. That's why everything oh. y'all said is like it's so easy. Like this is not complicated. Like mm-hmm. obviously, I I interpreted it the same way, Dane. Like he's the franchise is more about the stronger characters, which yeah, to me I, I interpret it as your A-listers. Mm-hmm. The reason why that's easy is because you can make the complementary characters part of those franchises. So if I do four sequels, James, of Fantastic Four, I'm getting Doom, I'm getting Silver Surfer, I'm getting Galactus. Like what they were doing before was taking the person that Thing marries 
<laughs> and, and giving her a show. Like, right. <laughs> don't nobody not, want that. Don't nobody care about that. Which so, I'm not mad at, but it's kind of like building up your bench a little bit. Where if they had yeah. done a good job with Moon Knight or Luke Cage or people, I'm not saying that they would get feature films, but those are characters that people could relate with and like. And the same thing with Captain America. Like, we literally have a movie coming with Captain America that's the Falcon, and they don't really like the, you know, people aren't connecting with that character because they haven't made the buildup to him interesting enough. And that's right. kind of what I was worried about. If they build up the franchises like me and Law are, are saying with the A-list characters, then you could do what Black Panther did and have, well, you wouldn't do it with Namor because Namor should be an A-list character, but right. you could build up a Namor on a Black Panther movie. And yeah. and then make him and make his name yeah. get bigger, that, so then that, you can woo. You that's can what they towards. did with Black Panther. Right. That's, right. What, well, that's right. what I was going to say. Did. That's what I was going to mm -hmm. say about Captain America. I thought Captain America did the best job because the movies were the best. Right. But then they were building in all these characters to the point where Civil War was like a mini Avengers event. Like that's like. Right. Like that's enough for me. If yeah. if Moon Knight shows up and gets busy like Winter Soldier did as a yeah. as a B list type, I'm happier with that than him right. having his own whack show. So we all like, agree that Moon, like if Moon you do Knight it, I agree with you, James. Handled this way. I do believe <laughs> any character can have a great show, right? If the but they just I just think it's very more it's a, it's a lot more difficult. Honestly, yeah. Well, well, Jonathan hit the the nail on the head. But just make it good. Like there's so much yeah. with like a Moon Knight or even Hawkeye, like or Loki. Like that wasn't something that people necessarily needed, but Loki was a good show and it connected to the universe. And it's one of the favorite shows that you know that they or one of the best shows that they made. Yeah. Like they could have done that for other characters. All right, where... James. But would you? What if the same Loki show was invested in Thor? Right, you would have been Thor, just as happy, right? You would have been. But, yeah, I, but, but I, Thor, love, but Thor love to, movie. To he has four movies. You know what I yeah, mean? Like to the point on that, I think you gotta deal with each character differently. You can't say right. blanket like there, there's some characters like Moon Knight obviously needed to be introduced somewhere else to build up the following, and then maybe you can go do a show with him. But right. Thor. You could come out the gate, give him a show, and everybody gonna go watch or whatever, it. or movie yeah. like like or Thor is like show, a whatever. So I get, yeah. yeah, I get that, and I get for the movies, but I think that the people that they selected for like like we don't need Agatha um, again. Like there there was a lot of characters that Are they, they cutting that. Is that still happening? I, don't know, that's happening. I know. No, it's happening. That's yeah. one of the ones that for some reason they didn't cut. But we ain't we ain't need um, Echo. Those are the choices that I'm you know upset with, and even like you know I can even live with the Echo. If it's standalone, like it connects to Daredevil or whatever. And if you want to watch it, you can. Um, it's ad additional, you know, um, content that you can stream and get into kind of like the comic books. There's a lot of variety, but right. you don't need to read Echo to know the overall Avengers story. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they probably should have did the Daredevil off. show and then made Echo exactly. more prominent. And then well, give you the spinoff Echo joint. Yeah. And and I don't even know if they anticipated well, Daredevil. They, they like, done, I think they, they tried to do it in Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yes. Right. Yeah, but the Hawkeye, I mean, they did that with, with the Hawkeye joint, but even Hawkeye was a spinoff character. Hawkeye was only hot because of the Avengers. Right. Like, he's not, he they they messed up Hawkeye from day one. They, so. But they never wanted to do a Hawkeye show. Right. That was the point. Right. They did Hawkeye to force, what's her name on us? The girl. Echo. No. Echo. No, the other girl. Oh, Yelena. The bow and uh, arrow. No, the one that he was. Oh, oh, the, oh the Hawkeye. Yeah, she's the Hawkeye female too. Hawkeye. Yeah. 
So, okay. but uh, but I think it's interesting. I think that um, I do like some of the stuff that Bob Iger saying. Like it makes sense. He's talking about getting showrunners back. He's talking about content. He's talking about focusing on the characters that we want to see. And they're focusing on maybe taking away some of the like extreme um, switch that we've seen where trying to be inclusive as possible um, has kind of backfired. And we saw it with and, and man, I didn't even get a chance to make the, the theaters to see this one uh, with Madam Webb, where it just goes too <laughs> far oh, in one direction. But we see, I, I, I honestly, if I'd have had time, I would have. I'd have oh checked it out. Oh, my goodness, just, man. I, 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 just I read, story. I, I read like, somewhere you gotta, somebody was like, I didn't think it was possible for them to make a, a worse movie than Morbius. And Morbius, yeah. It's got lower ratings than Morbius. I got to see it. Just just to see the train wreck. But because of that, even, even Marvel as a studio is pivoting where before we were getting rumors that there was going to be a female uh, Silver Surfer in Fantastic Four. And um, we'll get to the cast in was a second. Silver but, Surfer was she a hero of Galactus? I thought that was... Well, um, they didn't They didn't really... It depends on what article you read. Okay. You know what I mean? They tried to make it sound like... And again, it could have been a herald. It could have been a female Silver Surfer. But they're going away from that totally and giving us the Silver Surfer that we've seen traditionally in the comic books. Uh, which again kind of seems to fit into this switch where they're moving things and and um on a kind of similar note different studios and everything else but silk who is a, a spider-man character female character not a bad character at all but whatever that they were writing before they've totally shifted away and gotten rid of all the writers everything that they've had so far and they're starting from scratch so it seems like they're going to try to make things that are a little bit more grounded and relate to the core audience because we've discussed this before where predominantly the core audience is male um but they're trying to get additional viewers which are female and you know trying to be inclusive with different races and everything else and i get it but you got to focus on what the people want and give the, the characters and make them authentic now i appreciate bob Iger coming back and saying yo scrap all of this push everything back we got to clean this up we got to get it together but shred lightly when you're talking about doing a female lead character that's male focused, because I don't want you to get canceled and be able be, <laughs> before be you can fix everything. And Bob got to tread lightly. I, just, I think it, everybody yeah, got to tread. Everybody got to tread lightly. They'll they'll dig up something from seventy two on you and be like, "Hey, Bob, remember when you was out here with Quaaludes with Bill?" Epstein Island. Yep. But uh, I guess the uh, the big news this week, in addition to the Deadpool trailer, was uh, Fantastic Four. The cast has been officially announced and they kind of announced it in a way that I was like, is this real? Is it, it, it was on Valentine's Day and they right, made it look it like weird. a Valentine's Day card. And there actually was a bunch of little Easter eggs in there that if you're watching it, you can kind of tell that maybe this is going to take place in uh maybe the 60s or the 70s um it seems like it's going to be astronaut related where that's how they get their powers and not from the negative zone and some of the things that we've seen before and it confirms some of the rumors that were out there on who the cast was going to be uh you see pedro pascal of course he had been announced as reed richards vanessa kirby was confirmed as sue storm and y'all gonna have to help me with this i know we previewed it before mm -hmm. but ebon ross um bakich moss uh, ross or moss ebon moss Ebon Moss Bakich, what I say? Ross? Yeah. Moss? Ross? Bakich is going to be Benjamin Grimm, who, you know, Dane knows from, um, the bear. Uh, what's our show on Netflix? The Bear. Um, 
And he also, which is weird because we got to get, you know, it was microchip and Punisher. So mm-hmm. we got another duplicate casting. Um, and then, of course, uh, Joseph Quinn from Stranger Things uh, is going to be Johnny Storm. So all in all, I think it's a decent cast. Yeah. There's also rumors that addition to Silver Surfer um, appearing, which they've confirmed because they're saying they're going in another direction with the casting. Allegedly, Doctor Doom and Galactus are supposed to appear in some form or fashion. We don't know if that's going to be Doctor Doom, Doctor Doom as the villain. Or if it's he's going to appear as, you know, uh, what's his name? Von Doom. Yeah. Victor Von Doom. Victor Von Doom. Yeah. I think um, the the Ebon Moss Bakich news confirms a question we had a couple of weeks ago. We were like, did Microchip die? In <laughs> yeah, I guess he's gone. <laughs> I think he's dead. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> Now that would it that that's an easy enough recast if we right. get in Punisher reintroduced that's an easy right. enough recast so that's cool but people might not even notice it's a different dude <laughs> right I, I wouldn't I'm, have if you didn't tell me I'm not mad at the casting I think it's a pretty strong selection and slate of people that to me can carry out who those characters are to me I'm just a little disappointed that we knew this and wasn't like a surprise announcement. Like all of these yeah. people have been rumored to be the in the running, I think, except for the Ben Grimm. Dude. Ben Grimm, yeah, 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 one yeah, I, didn't yeah. Know. I don't and know. He's why. the one I'm the most disappointed into. Yeah, you, 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 you want you want like a New York thick, New York gruffy. Whoa, whoa! I don't. <laughs> what type of thick we want? Well, you gotta let me finish before you say anything is impossible. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, my man name is Evan Moss uh, Brancock. Evan, yeah. <laughs> did you did you have a different sort of like was it cuz to me well, it's less less about the person because it's going to eventually just be the voice. So it's not yeah, I guess my disappointment was I was sort of hoping that they weren't going to just automatically full CGI the joint. They was going to try and do something a little oh, okay. different. So I think that's where I I don't know where he's from and what ability he has to maybe put on a thick New York accent, just like UK people put on right. accents all right. the time. Yeah, that's true. So uh, that he he may be able to pull that off because I know he he sounds like a, for lack of a better word, I don't know how to say it, but what they would call would have called a Guido in the past. Yeah, he say he he sounds like that on the bear now. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I definitely Boston, think he can pull tough. off. Yeah. And I, then I if they like, do some voice modulation once he's uh, saying. You won't even know it's him for real. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm less worried about that and more worried about me actually believing him as a tough Ben Grimm. Like a- <laughs> no, you <laughs> aced off. That's the real. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got you. Oh, what do y'all think? Uh, because we debated back and forth, and I, I guess we saw the writing on the wall once they um, casted Pedro Pascal, but they definitely skewed to an older. Um, well, I guess uh, that the kid that plays. Um, uh, Johnny Storm is kind of in that age range, unless he just you know, was playing younger. Kid, in yeah, that was, was my big problem. Like Twenty eight things. I was like, why they got a forty year old man? man. man like high <laughs> I thought he was like in his twenties. He might which is, be, but he looked he probably 40. he probably twenty eight, but he looked forty two. <laughs> right, right. I heard but a rumor. The, I had a rumor that which I like is that they're going to be in the quantum realm where they get their powers and work on their powers like trying to survive and then get reintroduced in present day i don't know it's gonna be something like that i i don't know 
I don't know how they're going to do it, but that to me makes a little bit more sense because we do know that Fantastic Four centers around them having some level of celebrity. Right. And so that how could they have cool. had celebrity in the 60s if they didn't where appear? Is, uh, yeah, like what? Right. Where and that's kind of what I was now. thinking. I didn't think about the quantum realm, Man, but man. I figured that on their space odyssey or whatever mm-hmm. that they were doing, they kind of like Captain America disappeared and then they come back so it's almost like Neil Armstrong and uh, Buzz Aldrin coming back, but then now they have powers. Like, holy crap. Gonna, like, you know, they yeah. disappeared in this space mission. Yeah, yeah they're going to do him just like Ant-Man. Like, they're going to yeah. have a flashback to the 60s, and they were they probably going to have him cameo, Michael Douglas cameo, to say, you know, he was a scientist that Richards respected, and they worked together on stuff. Uh-huh. They had different technologies, and one went one way and one went the other way, and they both lost people, and they disappeared. And So they're probably just going to weave it in. The only thing that kind of messes up, and I guess he could come back with new technology because they were in the quantum realm or whatever, is that Reed is kind of was the forefront of, you know, he's supposed to be one of the smartest people in the MCU. But when you've been gone from this gap, like he didn't experience like the computer boom. He didn't see like, you know, cell phones and all this technical increases, even cars and all that stuff that's, you know, transpired since the 60s, man. We've had a technology boom and he comes back and is like, whoa. But I guess maybe he'd be smart enough to catch up. You Especially could if he had a flying car in the 60s. Nobody True. did. So. True. But uh, Now, I that do, would be I, a funny joke. Like, yeah. if he comes back and he's kind of like, y'all don't have a flying car yet? <laughs> so how do they reconcile him existing with, you know, Howard Stark and his inventions and him being smart and, like, there being no mention of Reed being some type of inventor or some type of smart scientist. What was Stark? Stark was the fifties or the forties? No, Stark and Stark and Howard Stark and the original Ant-Man were both on the original shield. Remember what Peggy Carter, he stole, mm-hmm. he stole, he punched Howard Stark when he left. That's right. Yeah. Michael Douglas. So it, it, probably is the same time frame that they could have, they probably just tell some story how they were lost yeah, early on and before they, Shield was even started. Yeah, and they just got to retcon it and just yeah. say that mm-hmm. they, they knew each other. And yeah. you know, again, if I'm yeah. in space and I've disappeared, I don't know if I come up in the conversations and with Shield they, and everything it, else. It could be that blemish that we that. don't speak about. I don't do none of that. I think they, they exist in a different timeline and different universe, and then it gets warped somehow, and they get bl- brought into the six one six. That would be that would be the easiest transition. I think that's the yeah. easiest transition. You probably yeah. right. You probably right. Mm-hmm. So real quick though. I just looked up Joseph Quinn's age. That by my 30. Ah, okay. So yeah, he just was playing a kid. Right. <laughs> I wonder why they cast him. I guess he is a good actor, but, but like to, to shoehorn what, him in that role, you know what I mean? That's what they used weird. to do. That's what they used to do in the uh in the 90s yeah, all the time. All laugh at it though. Tay by the bell was all playing high school kids and they was all 25. <laughs> so everybody gotta be authentically who they play nowadays, but not youth. Yeah, right. So well, they want they, they want be. stories about youth doing things that they can't actually have youth do on screen. So, <laughs> oh man, I guess uh, moving on. The other big thing is during Super Bowl, and we ain't talk about Super Bowl too much. But one of the highlights, at least for me, and I don't like how they do trailers now, man. It's it's like they give you the little teaser, and they like, yeah, we ain't paying for this ad. Go ahead and, <laughs> right. and watch it online. Oh, but right. you know, the irony, James. The irony is, you said on here, would you would we cheat and go online and watch it in advance? Yeah. If you said I hadn't done it, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait to the Super Bowl and watch the commercial only for them right. not to show you the trailer. So, <laughs> exactly. Bigger, right. <laughs> but either way, the Deadpool trailer dropped. So, man, what's your initial thoughts, response to it? Uh, 
no surprise here. I, I I'm not even a big Deadpool movie fan. I didn't like I liked one Deadpool two. It's kind of like I could you know take it or leave it. But yeah. three looks like it's going to be fun. Um, but what are you guys thoughts my on a couple thought, Easter eggs my in there? Initial thoughts. Studios need to do a better job of keeping information um, out of the public view. Do you know how siced I would have been to mm. see the Wolverine shadow mm. and that would yep. be, and have no have had no idea this had a subtitle and Wolverine yeah. and saw right. that for the first time? Those are the things that used to get me hyped to want to go yeah. see these movies. I think they it's ruined the opportunity, now. man. I know. It's I think it's, I think it's only yeah. possible for the smaller films. Nobody's really checking for, but the big, mm, right. the big ones like this, I, I just don't think there's why they got to do. Hold the law. Dave Chappelle don't let you come into his show with your cell phone. They lock those up. Well, they on location. They got. But they can't. Yeah, they can't put a fence around it like Area Fifty Two. You got. You got people that's got telescopic cameras that's literally and that's what happens. Yeah. Make these money people, and these people want the leaking. information so bad they yeah. just following yeah. them. Because everything is clickbait. Everything they get paid yeah. for the pictures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And even if you're in New York City or something like that, it's you know windows like they they get it. Um, drones like yeah. they've had people fly over with drones real quick, and it you know but, you can take so 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 fair enough, fair enough. But then Marvel doubles down and goes on and starts talking about the information. I wouldn't confirm <laughs> none of it. I would lie. <laughs> Hey man, that's fake. That ain't, that's both. That's not real. No, that's not true. Yeah, but you can only do you that know, once or twice stop. before the people are like, "Nah, that's yeah. what Marvel always say. This yeah. is real." You know, yeah. fair enough. But at least I would still have that speculation that would still exist. And then for the first time, I get this confirmation of what I've been told not to be true all this time, and all I get is the Wolverine shadow. That joint would have been sick. That joint would have would have would have boosted me. I'm sorry. Well, I didn't even care about that. I have already I seen this man in his suit. I yeah, have boy. already seen. That's like, what I'm saying. Playing them, like yeah, it's all been revealed. So like, it's like the the shadow thing is like the least of what. That's my point. So no, no, I, I, I didn't have that stuff. Yeah. I'm agreeing with you. Like I just. Mm-hmm. I'm just pissed about it too because it would have been. You amazing. know what I wonder though? Like again, we pay attention to that stuff. It's in our algorithm. We care. I just wonder if it hit anybody else that might not have been. You know, in the uh, the whole everything right. that's going on, but right. I, I don't know if those people exist anymore because Marvel is just so big, and you know, this is Deadpool's third movie. So if you were even halfway interested, you might have already seen these photos and stuff. But I just I don't know. True. Now, what did y'all think about some of the links to like I saw the TVA popped up. Um, some of the old cast from Deadpool uh, is still there. His girlfriend, you know, he brought her back to life. She's I in it again. Say, isn't she dead? <laughs> I think it. she brought back. Yeah, at the, at the end. That's why he was manipulating. I, I was. A, I was happy to see that the TVA is going to be part of this story, and how they pull it all together. Because um, I, I'm, I guess for me, I see the breadcrumbs, but I'm more interested in getting to where we're going to get mutants in the future of the MCU. And so, however they got to bring it together with this multiverse thing, I just like, I'm kind of like, get on with it. <laughs> like, come on, man. Let's progress this thing. I'm, so. I'm, I'm interested in how, what they're going to do with Jonathan Majors now, now that I know they've already started TVA and other concepts and products, right? I didn't expect to see that. So, to see it now, and I'm like, I know this had already been shot, obviously, but does that mean we get another Jonathan Majors Appearance potentially that that will be a spoiler that they haven't shown us. Is, is his um, image likeness going to be in the in the in the film in any way? Or are they going to pre- hmm. listen, Dane? No. I hear you. Hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. 
You can't explain to me. I can't have invested the time I have in low key and sell the TVA. And then now you give me, you've already shown me they got different uniforms. So is this the TVA from another, because the TVA operates yeah. outside so, of the multiverse, right? So, I, so it so has I'm, to be the same my group. Comments, my comments are about Deadpool in general. Okay. Deadpool has never been within the confines of whatever the, the universe that But that's what they're doing now. Is. But the TVA existing is saying that it is. Right. And he's probably just going to make fun of the TVA. It's not going to have none of the real authentic stuff from the TVA. He's going to make fun of all of the characters. He's going to make fun of the TVA. He's probably going nah. to do the joke of jumping through time and killing people. Nah. <laughs> it's yeah. probably, nah. I don't think it's, I don't, it's that, TVA I don't think operate, happens, you can't bring them in. I don't out. think, I don't think what happens in Deadpool is going to have any true bearing on the MCU at all. I do. I think it's I also do. just a perfect time to make that joke. Cause that's what Deadpool yeah. would do. It would be mm-hmm. like, hold up. You're not, Wait a minute. This is yeah, it's all satire. <laughs> oh, typical Marvel recasting. You know what I mean? Yeah, we'll have right. that moment where it's right. clearly supposed to be Kang and Jonathan Majors, and it is like a whole different person. So you're like, saying it's gonna go full fourth wall then? Yeah. That's what Deadpool okay. always yeah. does. Yeah. All right. I mean, that, that's fine. That's fair. I just feel like to introduce the TVA, you are essentially saying now we are bringing Deadpool into the greater Marvel Cinematic Universe and accepting his existence. Now. Yeah, and I'll believe that when I see it. Okay, I think he's all. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it here first, folks. You let yeah. me know how much you want to bet. So I, I, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm in a weird space because I agree with both points. Mm-hmm. I agree with right. Bane that I actually do think the TVA serves as a plot device to tell us how Deadpool exists. Right. Mm-hmm. But then I also agree that it doesn't have any real implications, or it's like the way he does exist doesn't really mean that he's in necessarily this MCU reality. But sure. I think his reality does exist in some form or fashion, and the TVA mm-hmm. is trying to use that to to kind of manipulate whatever they want to show us in a movie that Deadpool is in. The only reason why I know that he has to stay outside is because if you want to continue to do Deadpool's, he can show up in. Um, I think he should show up in Secret Wars. So that's mm-hmm. why I do think that the TVA had to be a plot device because I do think they probably want him in there. Okay. So he has to kind of exist in a some some dimension or di- like some multiverse uh, universe, but it is going to be very much kept outside of the real MCU. But can you acknowledge what I'm saying though? The problem with that is the TVA exists outside of the multiverse. Yes. So so if if you have the TVA in one media depiction, they have to be depicted exactly the same. In the next, you can tell me this is a branch of that that we didn't see in the first. But what do you iteration? mean by the same? Like what their do you mean outfits, by? the people who who worked in it. We should see Mo- Mobius. We should see. I don't um, think you no, have I to see the same characters. I think but the uniform. Like- I'm saying the uniforms has already have a different iteration, and I'm saying we have not seen that iteration of the TVA's uniforms in low key. Why they can't change their uniform? Two. Over police t- over do time. it. Police because do it. Police change their cruises at a certain point. They they yeah, change man. their uniform. When the TVA rooms, the rooms under the TVA needs to be the same. <laughs> I'm saying, at what point within low keys seasons, either season one or two, uh-huh. did this particular TVA who's going out the Deadpool exist? Because okay, then whatever we saw in the back set, the rooms, the some somebody in that space. Should still exist there. So you're saying we should see the three timekeepers pictures on the wall, correct? And not pictures of, of Jonathan, Jonathan Majors. Majors, correct? Yeah. Well, then, yeah, it's definitely going to be that because they're not going to plaster pictures of Jonathan Majors on the wall right now. 
Right. Well, they, 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 they could retrofit it, but I, I'm, I don't, I mean, who knows what Marvel went and cleaned right. up after the fact, but I'm just saying before the, Ma- the Jonathan Majors thing happened, I feel like it should all connect. And if we're me, seeing the TVA, I'm avoiding all of those connections altogether. Yep. And By doing what Dane is saying. I'm more, just leaving more. it as generic as possible because I don't mm-hmm. need to make too many fine connections that people right. can poke holes in later. I'm a totally different director doing a totally mm-hmm. different film. So by using TVA, yes, I should Damn. show some some familiarity, but I'm staying away from like those threads that make it like and, stuff. And but they, but Marvel, but Marvel guilty of doing that. Hold on, but Marvel is guilty of doing that anyway, love. That's which is problem, why, which right? is why you which shouldn't even be surprised problem. if it does yeah. happen. Yeah, because yeah. they not even going. They not even trying to really keep it super super consistent like that. I think they do in some ways, but in other ways, I think they know it's impossible. But I don't and think they're going to do a good enough job, which is going to be the problem, which is going to make me pick holes at it. So I, I think what, <laughs> what what could happen to respect mm-hmm. to what you're saying, John, is they could very well say it's another rendition of Kang. It ain't the two you've seen so far. It's another Kang's rendition of the TVA. So it's going to look totally different. Can't be. The TVA Why exists outside it? of the multiverse. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. It has always existed outside. Right. Of so, so it, there's no, there's, there's only one TVA. Right, right. But we mm-hmm. don't know what point in time this is. There's already That's been two versions thinking. of Kang showing to us. So there's no, there's nothing to say that there won't be another rendition of Kang or the TVA won't look different with Loki running as the, as the big bad on the TVA. Mm-hmm. So there's, you could say there was a, a rendition before he who remains that another Kang was running. And this is the TVA from that. <laughs> there's, there's ways to explain that. yeah i, I think yeah. it was all the same kane he just because we saw the beginning of him in season two of the low of low key it was always the same person it was always he who remains no more different it was time always years. it was always the the person in from different timelines he grew up to be a different rendition of kane he who remains did it differently than Kang the Conqueror or whichever one it was that had right. his own face. But John, I thought you were saying King mm-hmm. He Who Remains is the, the one associated with TVA because he was eliminating the other Kangs. Correct. That's so, what I'm so saying. So that's why he Kang. stays Kang, Kang exists. Kang exists in the multiverse. Yeah. He Who Remains exists outside of the right. multiverse. And he eliminates. That's why he's Correct. He Who Remains because he eliminates he's the, the last other one that remains. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but when he died at the end of the first season, he said Wait till right. you see who now, takes over after right. me. Now there can be other. So, so there had to be. There, there was before he eliminated, started eliminating other people. It may have been another one up there running it. That's what I'm saying. And they could just say it's that one. No, I think it's the nah. Other he one. was I saying. That, I I don't think there's any more. I think that all the other renditions of Kang that come now can only come after he died. Correct. So they exist in their different universes doing whatever. That's not how Kang works. In those timelines. That's not how Kang works. What do you mean? Kang don't work. Outside of the multiverses, the universes, there's only he who remains. Correct. Outside of those. The other Kangs are doing their thing in those Inside a universe, yes. Yeah, but all of those Kangs get together and meet and are aware of each other outside of the multiverse. They always have been. That's why at the end of Quantumania, they had that arena with all those kings there because yeah. they've always all known each other but and they call upon each other. That's fair, but you you're taking what you know about the comic book knowledge and you're blending in. They showed you're, it you're to us take, in the movie only conveniently so at the end of what I'm saying. But and none we don't of that know when that what was. we know right now. Exactly, we don't know when or where that meeting was. Right, right, like and that, that could be just in a timeline and, somewhere that right. they knew to meet. 
Yeah. Not outside, but Not yeah, outside. I, and I think they touch on it. I don't know if they go like they might reference he who remains or they might reference Kang, but it's Deadpool. It's all going to be tongue in cheek. I don't know if they go full into, you know, some of the stuff that we're detailing because I've already seen online where people are anticipating. I don't even know what you call Loki now. The tree of life, Loki. The, the... <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Yeah, God, 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 God. But but that's, uh, you know, what people are. Anticip- I don't think they go that deep. Mm-hmm. And if they do, it's going to be like a one-off tongue-in-cheek joke kind yeah, of thing. Deadpool going to call them the last man standing or something like that. <laughs> right. We, yeah. we, uh, we should start a strain of cannabis. That's called Loki. <laughs> oh, Loki. It's, it's green. green. It's green. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Great oh, idea, man. man. Too bad you just shared it with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get the royalty. If anybody about 14 looking, hook me up. I, man, I think I'm going to uh, uh, skip around a little bit and do the X-Men 97 trailer news first. Yes. Uh, another big trailer. Marvel had a big week, um, and, and this was another trailer that dropped. Did y'all see it? I mean, just the music alone had me excited, but they... I, I, actually, I'm going to just let y'all cook on it, it's man. Just the music. It's just the music. Trailer? It is literally just the music. If you play that video back on mute, it is not that tight. What we see, the pictures they show us really are anything thrilling the the graphics look almost exactly the same other than we'll get it's better if you go i went back and watched the very i started watching it i started watching the first the the first season season one episode one right um i ain't realized how many episodes i didn't see that last season i missed a lot of episodes because we didn't have a choice you could only watch what they showed when it came on right reruns so yeah like you it wasn't like you got a season and it was consistently like one after the other or maybe it was but because we ain't have tivo and yeah. right but it, know, was, it was it was consistent but if you missed one time. you didn't yeah. always see the replay yeah, so like right, they they right. played it consistently through but you right. got it was one and done like you know you know, you know right, what back, i realized what i realized and this this is my point because if you, you get the same thing with this uh trailer Wolverine did a lot of fronting. All he do is always pull his blades out and make threats <laughs> to people. Right. He ain't never stabbed right. nobody. He was <laughs> pulling the blades out. Right. Because he couldn't on Saturday morning cartoon. Man, get out of here. 10 and 12. We still be the same one and be like, who is this for? Everybody in the head was open up doors. He gonna have his son watch his jump. I ain't know Wolverine was gonna stab somebody in the head. Hey, look. Right. Hey, look. The dude, all he did was open doors up. Open up doors and let people out. That's, <laughs> it, jail. That's all he was doing. Yeah. Go ahead. He, he, you know, he, he go was, in on the Sentinels, though. The Sentinels he get on. Sentinels, yeah. and he would, he would fight like Juggernaut, Apocalypse. Omega Red. Yeah. Omega Red. The ones that could take it. Okay. <laughs> I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but for, for me, just mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. um, I was psyched to see that they got Bishop on that joint, and it seems like uh, it, it seemed a little reoccurring. Re- re- <laughs> <laughs> what you like waiting on? James sleep today. I told right. you, man. The <laughs> job you want Bishop is going to be real. My job and his job, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> um, because Bishop wasn't a reoccurring character like that. He had, he was on like he had two ca- two cameos, two seasons mm-hmm. that he actually popped up, but it wasn't like every season, every episode. Mm-hmm. And this, and him being in a trailer like this, makes it seem like he going possibly be a come around and just like stay. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm here permanently now. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love the fact that they had a bunch of cameos from characters that were like guest stars back in the day. And it's like, okay, y'all, y'all going back to, y'all ain't just going to leave 
stuff open-ended. We're going to find out what happened with this character, like Colossus mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, I, as funny as it looked when you think about it, when Gambit hopped on Wolverine back and charged his, his claws, mm-hmm. that joke sights me, and yeah. then he pulled out the, <laughs> then he pulled out his junk like it was a blicky, like he's about to start busting off. <laughs> Even though he can't, you know, you can't shoot that joint. But I was like, okay, Game of the Wolverine is always what we wanted. We yeah. always want to see Game of the Wolverine just like go go on, go in on somebody, and they, you know, take them out because they were the best fighters. Um, I, of course, the music, like you said, I, I was very intrigued with what with, with direction they going because Jean Grey is pregnant in this joint. So I was yes, okay. Yeah, Jean Grey. If if you look at the uh, jump where they coming in from playing basketball, Jean Grey got on a ref suit and she got a baby belly. And then there's another scene where you see like I guess the Cyclops's hand on her stomach, rubbing it, and her and her hand like rubbing her stomach. So I'm like, where are they going with this joint? So that's Wolverine baby. (laughs) In the the cartoon, they never went that deep into that joint. Wolverine was in love with her, but they never. She never like. Uh, it's 2024, man. I'm telling you. They don't care what kids watch. They're going to be like, Wolverine, they're going to show Wolverine sneak right up in that dorm room. Gene going to bust it open. <laughs> and, and then they, they didn't ignore the fact that Xavier isn't actually dead. He's just off planet. So I think, you know, it's going to be some. I didn't get that. Stuff. I, I thought he did. They ruining the all of the trailer. Yeah. Did they? I thought they said yeah. they showed the. Re- they said it. If you listen episode. to the words, if you listen to the words in the trailer, and not just the music, and not the just music. the music, they actually yeah. say it on the uh, trailer. Okay. Yeah, because <laughs> Magneto is like, you know, uh, he says that this was um, Xavier's. He will said last will and testament. Yeah. yeah. So what you talking about then? I thought no, earlier in the, early in the trailer before that last part, there's a part that they said we don't know if Xavier will ever come back. Talking about him being out of sp- in outer space. Oh, okay. I missed yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So it, they they acknowledge that he isn't necessarily dead, but uh, they do have that cliffhanger with Magneto at the end of the trailer. But yeah. I, I think one of the it's best probably because he's been gone for so long. Right. So like at a certain point, you, you got to move declare. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I I mean, there was stuff on there that intrigued me and made me. I yeah. I I want to know if the baby is going to be Rachel or Cable or Nate. Right. They could be Nate Gray because yep. Cable ain't really Gene's son. So yeah, it's, it's, what, it's definitely stuff on there that I was. What I didn't realize when they started saying that they were going to do X Men '97, I kind of thought it would be more of a reboot. I didn't realize it was a continuation. It right back up, yeah. and it's like a brilliant move in a way because that already y'all already just even y'all decided y'all were going to start looking at the old episodes. So oh, I know yeah. there were several other people that started going back, especially once they start watching. So, like for Disney, that's a smart move because yeah, now you got yeah. people streaming not just the new episodes, but yeah. the old ones too. And people already were watching it, but that's going to increase their streams and people, um, you know, I wish they could have the cleaned them up a little else. bit, though. I mean, the latter <laughs> episodes did. probably, no, the they, latter ones, did, did you start season one, episode one? No. They, no that, they'll go back and start that. It ain't, it looked oh, like. Oh, you mean, oh, cleaned up the old. The, the old, old, oh, original, oh, I thought you meant yeah. the, the way they No, 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 no. The original. Oh, yeah, no, the old Jones still look. Just yeah. like they did I mean, back you get when the, they came what's on the, TV. What's the, I don't know what the TV ratio is. You know, you got like black line, basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like screen, <laughs> like a wide screen. Like, yeah. yeah, like, like come on, man. Box tube, box tube joints. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh you got, well, when this joint starts next month, I'm going to be 17 when I sit down and watch it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, 
Uh, I guess we'll, we'll break there, man, and uh, pick the rest of this news back up next week, man. Y'all make sure to go check out um, American Fiction. We still need to get into a review of that. Also, if you haven't already, check out the uh, Vince Staples show because we'll probably hop into some review of that. And will we get Rob back next week? Who knows, man? (laughs) Hopefully. It's Rob, man. He's he's a wild card. If we get Rob back next week, it's going to be a two and a half hour episode. So y'all get ready. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be a lot of catching up to do that. That might give y'all more time to watch Vince Staples or uh, American Fiction because that first intro is going to be like 45 minutes of where the hell Rob Rob was. That's him in the cell trying to get Drake to sign this mixtape. Yeah. (laughs) Well, this has been another episode of the Black Cinematic Universe podcast. Check us out everywhere you get your podcasts. If you're listening, you already know. Also, check us out on the Black Cinematic Universe on Instagram. To all y'all still with us, we love you. We appreciate you. For everybody else, see you next time. Peace. Peace. James, lick your lips, man. Them jokes a little dry.